Welcome to Anime Watch Club, a bi-weekly group discussion and review where the hosts of the What Do You Say Anime podcast nominate and vote on shows either we haven't seen or shows that will hopefully lead to a great discussion. On today's episode, the computer-generated boxing fans of the What Do You Say Anime podcast will be reviewing the 2018 anime original Megalobox. Ladies and gentlemen... First up, fighting out of the green corner with a record of 420 wins and 69 losses. The East Coast ghost himself. We got JJ. How's it going? Oh, it's going well, you know. I'm I'm coming off of a little hot streak. I uh, I boxed Cat to to death that's actually why he's not here he's uh regenerating his seventh life i believe he's on at this point um so prayers for cat i'm Yo. sorry i had to do it to him but you know how it is megalo boxing is very very dangerous so you know what he had nine lives and he decided not to fight without gear so that's what happens uh next up fighting out of the pink corner with a record of zero wins and one major l with his orimo take we got johnny johnny how's it going I'll, I'll take that L with pride. I don't know what you're talking about. I learned from my mistakes. <laughs> uh, our first moderator of the night fighting out of the blue corner, our heavyweight champion of the internet. We got Miles. Miles, how's it going? Uh, you know, it's it's good. I, I, I'll I take that title. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. And our referee tonight, we got Pat. Pat, how's it going? I'm the referee. Is that what... yep. <laughs> That's the role that I get? All yep. right. Hey, I'll, I'll be a referee. I don't mind. Um... I was a referee growing up for soccer. It's uh, it was my first ever job, and uh, I made good money. Made like twenty an hour doing that, so I can't complain as like a fourteen year old. Um, but yeah, so we're talking about Megalobox tonight. That is an anime that came out in twenty eighteen. It looks like it was the the spring twenty eighteen season, done by Studio TMS, uh, who is known for quite a few other shows, I believe. Right? Yeah, we've got. Uh, Oh, wow, the second season of Rent-A-Girlfriend is one of their newer shows. That'll be... <laughs> they have Dr. Stone. Yeah, they've got Dr. Stone. They've got Fruits Basket's final season. And most of all, the new the new Fruits Basket is what I should say. Um, or at least some credit for it. Um, TZ Master Takagi-san season two. So, yeah, they've got a good, uh, they got a good resume. Yeah, I think they've been around for a very long time, too. Yeah, 1946. Um, well, yeah, that's a, a weird year for something to be incorporated. Um, yeah, um, yeah, I wonder why. That's uh, yeah. What do you think they were doing yeah. like two years before that, or even a year less? Probably a year. Don't talk about it. And who cares? Uh, <laughs> it's definitely not our fault. <laughs> Woo! All right, uh, off to a great start, guys. Um, so boxing, yeah, <laughs> yeah boxing. So Megalobox takes <laughs> place. Um. In essentially a, uh, I, be, I believe it's supposed to be Japan, right? Or is it supposed to be just like future world that's a little bit more run down and, you know, it's just, not. It's a place just called nowhere. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, there you go. It's like, uh, but yeah, it's essentially about a boxer who ends up uh, earning the uh, moniker Joe, um, uh, competing to just be the best in the world. You know, your typical sports uh, anime. Uh, trend. So yeah, why don't we start off like we always do with our first impressions and uh, whether we recommend the series or not. Uh, obviously, this will be spoiler-free, so first few episodes. Miles, why don't you start us off? Sure. So uh, going into Megalobox, I thought it was going to suck because it's called Megalobox, and that sounds fucking stupid. But I was fucking stupid. I was in the wrong. Megalobox fucking slaps. Um, it is 
very good. I very much enjoyed the first three episodes. I very much enjoyed the first 13 episodes. Um, there is, you know, I don't know. It's not like war and peace or anything, but I think there's a good amount of depth to it. I think there's a lot of subversion that happens. That's a lot of fun with specifically the villains arcs or the antagonists more than villains. They're all fine people for the most part. Um, and it also has what I'm dubbing right now is the best waifu in the history of anime in it. So, uh, Megalobox, recommend thumbs up. Gosh, I cannot imagine who this waifu is. There's one uh, one female character, I'm pretty sure, uh, in the two. show. Is there two? Her, her, she has a female assistant, too. But I don't even think the character is named. So, like, not really, huh? <laughs> There you go. And uh, who knows? Uh, I'm excited for this waifu then. Uh, But Pete, what about you? So this is the second time I've watched Megalobox, but the first time I've actually completed it, the first time I watched it during its seasonal run, I actually kind of put it on hold. I didn't drop it. And I didn't really understand why I did so, because I I enjoyed watching it. I don't know. would I recommend it? I, I would recommend to people who like like sports anime, boxing, maybe a little bit of sci-fi. I have some problems with the show itself. I'm not as high on it as Miles is, but I think overall the show sets out what it wants to do. And yeah, I would I would recommend it. I would give it like one thumbs up, but not two. Fair enough. Alright, uh Jay, what about you? Uh yeah, so I this is my first time watching this. I've I'd heard a lot about it. Mostly because the newer season came out, I think, last year? Maybe year before last? And I remember hearing a lot about how the original season, I believe it set a record for Crunchyroll Award nominations. It got, like, 15 or something ridiculous like that. It only ended up winning, like, one I think it won one. Uh, which is crazy as hell. But, um... So, like, right off the bat, the first I, I was watching this in dub, and I know a couple other people were as well in this. And the first thing I noticed is that the dub is really solid. I didn't mind Kaiji Tang, which is a rarity for me, honestly, in uh, dubs. I'm not, I'm not going to go on about him. But oh, his I, guts I, is so good. I don't really like his Gojo that much. Is the issue? Oh, okay, okay. But he's he's it's unfair for him who he's going up against. It's like anybody going against like Kinjiro Suda. You know, like how you, how do you compete with that shit? But um. Not uh, those so are the voice actors, was... by the way, for people who don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so world building, lost. yeah. I was like looking at for... these people's names. <laughs> we uh, world building, great from the start. Lots of uh, good character designs as well that I really enjoyed. A lot of uh, good like show don't tell when it comes to like how the gear and stuff works in that those first couple episodes, like them taking the. I think it was, like, batteries and tossing them in the bucket during the rounds and stuff like that. I thought that was pretty cool. Even though they don't super go into it more after the first couple episodes, unfortunately. And uh, I really liked, overall, the aesthetic vibe of it and the sound design a lot, too. I liked, like, the strobe effects they gave all of, like, the cars and motorcycles and stuff like that. As well as, like, the boxer's eyes whenever they do something, like, insane. Um... And yeah, the soundtrack is just an absolute slapper. I wasn't a huge fan of the OP personally, besides the cowbell at the end. Like I thought that was pretty sick. But that ED is so, so good. 
And the overall soundtrack is fantastic as well, which if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that I am a sucker for something with a good soundtrack. So I would definitely recommend this. Uh, yeah, I'd say two thumbs up, honestly. Two thumbs up from Jay. There you go. I I agree. The OP, I, I was not a fan of it. Uh, I, I skipped it every time. <laughs> I have to say, I was like, uh, I think it was up for uh, best OP. I, I would have liked that. I think... It's a song I would like more if I was hearing it live. And also the visuals were kind of iffy with, like, the panning from the wolf's feet running ridiculously fast to the motorcycle back to the wolf's feet. Or dog's feet, I should say. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was goofy. But all right, uh, Johnny, what about you? Yeah, so I I skipped the OP too, by the way. Yeah, look, I think this like this anime came out when I was starting to get introduced to like watching anime, but I just kind of skipped it because you know it's just like you know it's just boxing, whatever. But you know it is pretty fun. You know I thought the I thought the fights, which you know I think were the main parts of the show, were done pretty well. I said the look, I I do like the aesthetic of the show. It's like it looks like like you know like the old kind of anime, except like if they actually had good animation. Sorry, but it's true. And uh, yeah, I would uh, I would definitely recommend it. It's a very fun show if you don't really like. You can focus on the story. I think it's got a really good story. But if you don't really care about that, you can just watch the fights for what they are. And yeah, there you go. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I would uh, I would also recommend this show like everyone else does so far. I um, I went in similarly to Johnny. Like I, I saw it, especially at the Crunchyroll Awards. Uh, like Jay mentioned too, it was like in every category, but. Um, and I was just like, ah, boxing, I don't care that much about it. Like, it's a cool sport, but it's an anime about boxing. Like, what's going to really happen in it? And while it didn't subvert my expectations for the beginning of the story, or the first, like, three quarters of the story, I would say by the end of it, I was uh, very happy. And I also enjoyed it throughout, though. Uh, even without, like, subverting things, I, I'd say I, I was thoroughly enjoying my time watching this show. Like, it was... Uh, it it was a fun ride, and I really really liked the last like three episodes. Yeah, I thought it did a really, it had a really really strong finish uh, compared to a bit of a slower start. So, uh, so yeah, I think that'll uh, wrap up our spoiler free section. So if you haven't watched it yet, and sounds like we've got uh, five thumbs up uh, pretty much around the board. Uh, so it's it's only good things from here. Um, but yeah, all right. Uh, who who wants to take a, take over the first talking point? I think I mean, if, you, probably... if you want to start with the band, okay. No. So th- there's a lot of reference. <laughs> th- this is a this is a boxing uh, movie and what or show and one of the most iconic boxing movies of all time is Rocky, and Rocky gets a lot of credit for being like this inspirational uh, like fighter uh, coming up from the slums of Philly or whatever and like becoming like who he is as a person. Megalobox kind of has that vibe, but it's more along the lines of like a love letter from Ashino Joe. What I want to reference Rocky about is if you ever watch the movie Rocky, the choreography in the fights are brutal. They're so bad. They don't put their like they don't put like their fist up like this to block. For the audio listeners, I'm covering my face with my fist. Uh, they like leave it wide open. They just get jabbed in the face. I thought Megalobox had the same problem with the choreography, where it was the constant every like fighting motion. It seemed like I should say not every, but like ninety percent of the fighting motions were. Jab, 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 jab to the like their face. Like I think there's like I counted like two like real body shots in this in this story, and I had a really hard time like finding these fights entertaining because it was literally just 
blocking for an hour and then like an uppercut to finish the fight. There really wasn't much like grabs, shoving, um, stuff to like slow down the pace of fights like you see in real boxing. And I wonder what your guys' thoughts were on the choreography and the fights of the actual boxing itself. That's interesting to me because I noticed, I was impressed that they even bothered putting like grabs in it because it's the stupidest part of boxing. I agree, but it is like a part (laughs) of boxing. Yeah, I mean, and there's like, I don't know, four or five of those throughout the series, which is like, I think fine. It's generally used to show that like Joe is tired when he like goes in for the grab or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I definitely agree that it suffers from what like all action anime suffer from. Not all, but like a lot of them where they just sort of like stand around and like think for 50 seconds. And that 50 seconds is supposed to actually be taking like three seconds or something. Mm -hmm. Um, I think. I think they're going for the um, it's if you watch a sheet or no Joe, the uh, fights in that are very similar to this. Like it's a lot. It's meant to seem a bit more like amateurish, I guess, even though it is like professional boxing. It's not meant to. It's not meant to be as realistic as something like, say, Hajime no Ippo or something like that. It's meant to like, yeah, they're they're at, they're kind of going for more of the character-driven Ashida Nojo aspect of it rather than, like, the training, fighting aspect of it that, like, Hajime no Ippo or something like, say, even Baki the Grappler for other fighting anime or manga might go with, I would say. I, I, that I think, of, like, more like the anime sphere where, like, the fights are, like, big and explosion-y and stuff like that. I, I'm guessing most people probably wouldn't like, like, a like a TKO win, like, and people be like, yeah, that was really cool. Like he fucked up his liver so bad that he couldn't fight. I think that personally would have been cool, but I understand like the anime aesthetic of like huge mm-hmm. uppercut to the face with a metal arm is we going to look really cool. We did get a TKO cool. win though. Who got TKO? Yeah, he did. Uh, um, was... He got a TKO, didn't he? He TKO'd, uh, what's his face? The light guy. Uh, oh guy yeah. The... Okay. That was okay. Aragaki. I... Yeah. Light? Oh, here. No, Hiragata forfeited. That, that's because oh, he couldn't oh, oh, could fight anymore. A forfeit, a forfeit counts as a TKO. Yeah. Oh, okay. They can't fight. Yeah, I, I guess it's like because like they're middle, they're essentially all middleweights minus the lion guy. I guess Yuri's probably a heavyweight too, but like Joe is clearly like a middleweight character, and they're not really known for knockouts. Where like heavyweights are known for knockouts. All of them besides Joe have giant mechanical arms attached. True. To them. You make a valid point. They are <laughs> like little boxers. Like, you're at the end. Uh, yeah, I mean, they also, like, I think that eventually you can knock, like, in round 13 when the final fight ended, like, you could probably knock someone out. I mean, if you hit anyone in the jaw, you can knock them out, True. right? Like, yep. Um, I've been in hundreds of fights. I know exactly with what you people mean. <laughs> whose necks are as long as Yuri and Joe's. Um, <laughs> So, which is not a not a great boxing build. The only person who had like a real boxing build was the American guy. Um, yeah. But 
Yeah, little like squat and like. Yeah, no weight classes in this sport, by the way. No, whatsoever. No, and I I think like it that makes sense when you have like these mechanical arms and you're like allowed a- AI and stuff. Like I don't I don't what percentage of the power do you think is coming from the arm? I'm curious what you guys think. Whenever you have the fucking dude at the start who uh, Potemkin, who is an obvious Guilty Gear reference, uh, what there's a. F- giant dude in guilty gear named potemkin who has like these he basically wears gear in the game and he's the guy at the start who has like the big motors on the back i feel like he definitely has some shit like i feel like that kind of hints that there's something going on with the gear that gives them like you're gonna like the different fighters their gear is molded to them in a way you know so i feel like weight classes would still like make sense yeah, true, and like maybe it could be a combined weight class, right? Like you plus your gear or something like that. Yeah, it could like, be like uh, it could be like how you have like a hundred and fifty cc engine uh, categories or something in like Mario Kart or whatever, right? Yeah, like, that's true. Yeah, but I think it's I like think... how in every poker scene in every movie, it's no limit hold'em, right? And like mm-hmm. that's not the only type of poker people play, but yeah, like it's very gloves at, off sort of. At the end of the day, I think that. Megalobox isn't a show you're watching for like to like learn about boxing or like see a (laughs) satisfying awesome sakuga fight it's about what the fight represents what it means to the people fighting stuff like that it's about like it's more it's like what one piece fans say when they want to defend their series having okay fights uh I had to get some One Piece. So what you're saying is Megalobox is at least as good as One Piece. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that a compliment? I don't think that's arguable. Oh, I, I, I'm just here to... If you disagree, leave a comment. Doesn't that count as a compliment to the show? Uh, it counts as whatever the viewer wants it to count as. Um, that's, uh, I don't know. So like, uh, going back to your original point a little bit, Pete, Like, I was thinking when I first started this series that like... Um, who is that boxer who who beats women? Who's pretty good? Floyd, Floyd Mayweather. Mayweather yeah. yeah, I was like, you gotta be so, more specific. So he is a very defensive fighter, right? Very. Yes. So I was thinking about how like we wouldn't see anything like that ever in like a boxing anime, but I think Joe, had, at least in some fights, like plays very defensively and stuff. And He's like I was, to. yeah, yeah, yeah he I was. To. Yeah, and I was like impressed by that. Like there was a, like yeah. I don't know. I don't think it was like I don't think it was Rocky. I don't think it was bad at Rocky because Sylvester Stallone his the whole strategy behind Rocky is that he already has so much brain damage that you can't knock him out, right? Yeah. So like you know, his gloves are down it's the disgusting. entire time and he's just like gross. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's You'll... like okay, it, the the choreography of a fight. Would you rather see somebody get punched in the face like 500 times or 5 times? Cuz that's like the the, the scale that we're on from Megalobox to Rocky. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the five more. I agree. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, because it, it's I do like the whole idea behind Rocky that you can't get him down and you expend more energy punching him than he loses from getting punched. Mm-hmm. Like some sort of 
you know, I don't know. Non-Newtonian fluid or something. We could for real turn him into a perpetual motion machine. That's great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly it. I I, um, I do wish there were some like I know Jay mentioned it that it's more about the meaning than the actual fight itself. But I think with like the gritty art style that they kind of did, I think they could have set up like a really cool like Sakuga Haymaker just like one time. I think would have been like really cool. Like we we yeah. have we have like the cool uppercut when he beats um uh the the lion guy like that 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 was fun and all but Gross. it was more of a like it's just the animation of him punching him and not like the full like clip of him doing the but whole animation i think that would have been like Pete, one awesome scene would have been dope miles you can relate relate to this in my opinion the most satisfying punch in anime history is when gone punches hisoka in the fucking face in heaven's arena yeah it's really good i stood up and cheered I just needed a couple of those in this, like moments where, he, like, literally, literally, I don't think there were any moments where I just stood, wanted to like stand up and cheer for Joe. Like, like I was so happy that he overcame this obstacle. Like it was, it never felt like. I guess the stakes for the fight didn't feel like I. It, it always felt like he was going to reach Yuri, right? Like yeah. he was never not oh, yes. going to get there. Yeah. So. I don't know. I needed them to up the the stakes a little bit more. I guess I didn't know if he was going to win the Yuri fight, though. That's fair. I feel like um, that that is the core of the tension is whether or not he can beat Yuri after, you know, Yuri takes off his gear and shit like that. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like how I don't know who's going to win the golf match at the end of Birdie Wing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. um, Spit. because the show is just Birdie Wing, but with boxing. <laughs> um, Guy who's only watched Birdie Wing, getting a lot of Birdie Wing vibes from this. <laughs> is, that, is, that, uh, is that what won our voting? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Oh, no, I fucking wish. That'd be such yeah, a good. I mean, that'd be such it, a good watch club. It would. Um, I, it'll be done right, like by our next watch club. It'll be close at least. Really close. Um, yeah. Close. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so to me, uh, you know, one, I didn't know. Th there were times I thought he might lose. When, really? Yeah, serious? yeah, but not that it wouldn't stop his journey. But I wouldn't have surprised if there was like a thing where like he loses, but then they find out like the guy cheated somehow, so he gets to go back in. You know what I mean? But I wasn't because there's a lot of behind the scenes shenanigans going on from like multiple different angles. People are trying to fix things every which way, yeah. and so. I guess the Mikio fight is kind of a loss at the beginning before he gets his rematch, right? I mean, it is just straight up a loss. Like, he doesn't, he's about to not go to Megalo Megalonia because of it, and then he gets his rematch. Yeah, and like, that's that's the sort of thing, like, let's say they had done the Mikio thing differently, where like, AI wasn't allowed, because I guess it's just allowed in, in this. Like, you can that put was so a weird to me. AI. <laughs> So I didn't like it at first. He's literally doing a tool-assisted boxing speed run. I really <laughs> liked it at the end, and we can talk about Mikio later because I I really dug it. But um, like if another way that had gone had been like he beat him, and then they like learned that he was like cheating, and then he gets to go to Megalonia because um, Yukiko like un earths this stuff on her brother and exposes him right like i i mm -hmm. could have seen something like that happening um at any given point during this i thought that um another thing i could have seen happening was when he was fighting uh the big guy 
and he was supposed to throw the match that um, he could have lost. Maybe Yuri finds out that he was forced to throw the match in some way. Yuri just like takes the L doesn't fight this guy in Megalonia and then they go into a warehouse somewhere and just yeah, that would have been each kind other, of, right? That would have been kind of cool. So, like, I had no doubt he would get to fight on Yuri the bridge, in the end. On the bridge where they first met him. Yes, Ooh, like, something right, like that right. would have been, like, really cool. And, like, I liked what happened, but th- there are paths that I could have seen this taking where he could have lost a match, but they mm-hmm. still got to that goal of him and Yuri... Um, expressing their love for each other by fighting each other. Can, can, can we talk about that episode real quick? Yeah. Cause this is, this is, this is episode 10. This is my biggest, my biggest problem with, uh, okay. It, it's more of a compilation of Joe, but it's like what makes me so that I'm not the biggest fan of Joe where he beats the lion guy. And then he, he comes into the office and sees that Nabu has his other eye removed and then Joe just goes, who did this to you? It's like, who do you think did it to him? I don't know. The crime mob guy says, if you don't throw Wait, the fight, we're going to take his eye. That's not who did it to him, though. That's not who did it to him, though. Wait, who did it to him, then? He did it to himself. Mean, okay, he, okay. Did it himself. Yeah. He, okay. It, it's like the concept of, like, okay, if he didn't do it, then like, he was going to do it. It's not the concept. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, I mean, even if they didn't sh- uh, show that, I think... There's something to be said about the amount of brain damage Joe must have. I hope so. That's why he didn't know who did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just got punched. Maybe I times. have brain damage. Maybe his, <laughs> no, his afro protects him. Maybe. But it's... like, let me ask you guys something. Do you think this would have been better as a two-core show? I don't think. No. Think been... I think you would have just dragged. No, on. I don't think so. I think that reading yeah, the. Uh, go ahead. Was your question? Well, no, sorry. I was gonna say I can agree. I don't. Th- I think the pacing would have been a bit wonky for a, a two-core show. I yeah, I could have seen like sixteen episodes might have been better, but they don't. They don't really do that, right? It's like thirteen. Yeah, or 20 it would. It'd be if they had like an if they could do a non-traditional format for it. I think it would have been cool for some fights to get like more than one episode at least, to where we could get away from the like Joe blocks for 37 minutes and then does one uppercut and wins that did happen the last i will say the last the first couple fights he does like actually get like hits and goes back and forth but it felt like the last like three or four fights for him were just block 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 or survive and then win off of one knockout knockdown too which like you know you'd see him get knocked down you'd be like all right he's gonna stand up like you know like i I definitely was frustrated by that at, at points. Also, um, my guy needs a new mouth guard. That shit was flying out all over the ground. Every single fight. Um, he's the Russell Wilson of uh, boxing. Steph, he's the Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, yeah. I don't, so like to me, it's sort of di- like the lion fight. He could have won like immediately, and the Mikiko fight. He couldn't win until he did like. You know, he told the AI that he was lying to it or whatever. The uh, like, this is not a paradox or whatever <laughs> to it, yeah. um, you know, to make it short circuit. Um, and it, I don't know, the, the, it was similar, but it, I mean, it's boxing. There's honestly, you just punch the other person until they're down. There's only so many renditions of that you could possibly do. Goodbye, um, his ear. Just saying, it could be fun. You could. I, mean, I don't think that's a very viable strategy. <laughs> I, I don't know. I asked I, Mike Tyson, it worked out for him. 
Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I don't know that that part didn't bother me, Pete, because I really liked the the non-boo character arc where the entire time the crime lord guy is drawing parallels to him and the scorpion and the frog, right? Yep. Um, basically saying like it, it's your nature to betray this kid, like that's who you are, and you're going to do it, and you're going to. That's just what's going to happen, but it's neat because it's it's like played straight and it's also subverted because he he does betray the people he was working with. It was just the crime lord, right? Like it's yeah, like they do like I don't know. I thought that was really cool how they kept you know it true what he was saying about him but they also played it in a way where he was able to have character growth despite in some ways staying the same. He's a betrayer, um, but for the right, he's doing the wrong thing for the right reason. Basically. Yeah. He, he's backing out of his deal with like, you know, the crime guy, instead of backing out with his deal with Joe and that's the character growth. But at the end of the day, he's still double crossing someone. Um, I liked Nambu a lot, honestly. I mean, I hated him is the thing, but he was so <laughs> well written that, like, I feel like the character arcs in this are so well done. Like, it needs, I think that is honestly the core of the show is these, especially Joe and Nambu, and uh, I guess to a lesser extent Yuri and Mikio. Like, I think those four just have such strong character arcs that it really, it was easy to look aside from, like, the so-so choreography or whatever and focus on like i said that emotional core at the heart of the fights i loved mikio's character arc um so i don't know if you guys care if we talk about that let's but, do like, character arc too uh, sure yeah. yeah let's ask everyone first we'll start with who who's fit who's your favorite character arc we'll ask everyone that so mine was mikio's um pete who you got uh, I loved Aragaki's. I I thought it was very well written. I loved his like trying to like prove his worth after he came back from war, essentially, um, mm-hmm. losing his legs and like trying to find him. And the, the one person that he like kind of looked up to as like kind of like a father figure was like no longer there. I I really enjoyed Aragaki's. I did like his too. I did think it was like he saw that he was dead on the news. To me, that felt like that probably. Would be enough to assume yeah. someone was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it was more like, like, go to the war zone and try to dig up his body. Like, no, it was more of like <laughs> to be fair. Yeah, to be Argaki. fair, Aragaki is extremely mentally ill after yeah, that. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So, I understand Aragaki. Yeah, that's honestly very fair, right? Like he's like, coming he from got the perspective blown up of by, he got blown up by a fucking IED that killed yeah. his entire squad. So I, I think. Feeling a little bit like abandoned in that situation. Yeah, that's fair. When, I guess he doesn't like the need one to be. Person he, had. he doesn't yeah. need to be reasonable about this. I think. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I'm, it, I'm looking at it from like a two. Like this is objectively the correct thing to think when when yeah, your legs yeah, yeah. get exploded and you lose your entire career and all of your friends. You're probably not going to mm-hmm. be feeling super rational and he comes around anyway so yeah, yeah, i always yeah. knew you were part of cinema since uh, you piece of shit oh. <laughs> one, one, se- one second pat there's like a really good line with his like buddies there's like va buddies that are like coaching him 
where he's they say something he says something about like sorry guys like I, I won't be able to like support you financially anymore and he says like what part of us like doing this made you think that we were doing this for financial gain or something like that i thought that was like a really cool scene just like like we're your fan like we're here they remind me of, like the body improvement club from like mob psycho like we're here right. for you we're not here for money so that was really cool how about Wait, you Pat? that was that was in the dub yeah i don't think i heard on the sub it was just a more along the lines of like I guess it was like that, but it wasn't worded the same way. It's just like, he, he was like, he said something along the lines of like, to me as a trainer, the biggest thing is to make sure that you can stand up again. Oh, yeah. I mean, like they, they like said stuff well like that, but there was like yeah. a... I think it was like slightly different context. From yeah, me. that makes yeah. sense. Uh, yeah, so I really liked Aragaki, uh, especially like, uh, like his arc was cool, uh, especially putting the gun in his mouth and then stopping. Like, I thought that that was the, both of the times that those were thrown on, on screen, it was like very emotionally like mm -hmm. charged i could feel it especially the second one um i think though uh i i really liked yukiko's arc as well or Sh shirato uh, whatever you want to call her uh she hasn't we're not done with it yet clearly and uh but i really liked uh she 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 wants what she wants and she goes for it you know she doesn't care about uh saving face or she doesn't she isn't like limited by um her emotions she does what she thinks is best for her and her future and her company's future and i thought that, that was really cool and then uh i guess my real favorite one though is yuri though because like i just love yeah. the the mentality to just lock in and be like damn i'm gonna box this guy without my armor like that was so when that happened that was a for what i was not expecting that at all i didn't expect him to take the armor off at all i was just like Oh shit! And and then to follow through on it and stuff, I, I I was just so so excited when that when that started happening. I was like, oh, this is like really really smart and really really cool. The show his like development. That he's like, oh yeah, I just wanna two bros. We just wanna go at it. Like we we just and I want it to be fair. I want it to be the true proof, uh, like proving ground of like who's the strongest and who isn't. Uh, Johnny, what was your favorite arc? I guess for me. I think my favorite arc would have to be, like, Nambu's arc, because it's just, like, you know, he is, he is a pretty horrible person, but, you know, I feel like he learned, he, like, throughout the story, like, he learns a lot, you know, like, that scene in episode 10, that piece that he hated, I don't know, I don't know why he hated it, I guess it was because of Joe's character, I don't know, Correct. I thought that was, like, amazing for Nambu, because it's, like, you know, like, at the start, you know, like, he... At the start, you know, like, remember, this all started because Joe, like, stopped, like, didn't want to fix the match, therefore he got punished, you know, like, his punishment was either to, like, gouge out his eye or to, like, you know, enter Megalobox. And so he entered Megalobox, but then afterwards, you know, he gouged out his eye anyways, you know, I think that's, like, a really nice, like, show that, like, he's grown as a person after seeing what, like, what he's gone through with Joe. You know, it's, what are you laughing about? As he grown as a person because he chopped his eye out with a knife. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it well, was I guess he's like, shrunk physically, but you know, like that takes guts. He weighed less. He weighed less. Yeah, yeah. he weighed yeah. at least fifty grams less now. I liked how uh, grams. Yeah, get out of here, you stupid Canadian. Um, we the, used the uh, right measurement system. Mm -hmm. uh, the the fish that the guy was eating earlier had his eye fall out earlier, yeah. like five minutes beforehand in the scene. Uh, I thought that was clever. I like the mob boss too, though. Being like, at the end of the day, he cut his own eye out right before right after finding out that he's uh gonna be able to witness what he's been waiting for his whole life or whatever like you know the fight between joe and yuri game respect game right yeah <laughs> game respect game again that's where i was just like the whole 
but maybe that's why I just like the the last half of the story more, or it felt more. The last like, half was insanely good. I but think. it, it yeah. was just like, dude, these guys are just in it to like, they're just bros, man. You know, like, and it's I, I liked that a lot. And even the same, you could even say the same thing about um, the brother. Uh, gosh, yeah, right? Yeah. Mikio. Yeah, like, Mikio? yeah, 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 Mikio. He's like, yeah, like, at the end of the day, I lost fair and square, and I I need to accept that uh, and move on. Or I need to, and, and like, he was a bro about it. He wasn't um, selfish or, or scornful for losing or anything like that. So I thought that was really cool, too. Jay, did you have a favorite? I don't think we've... Uh, yeah, I got skipped over. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> um, honestly... I was kind of hard pressed to think about it, but I I think I overall at the end of the story I like Yuri's uh character development a lot. Like him, like even though he cannot walk again, I think to him he is truly like free compared to where he was. His his fate is no longer t- strictly tied to like wearing the gear and being like fucking uh I don't know what uh, walking advertisement. Well, like, Yukiko wanted him to basically be, like, a messiah figure or something, essentially, for the new age, like, to ring in, like, this age of, like, bionics and shit like that, and he's just like, nah, actually, I just wanted to throw hands. I was (laughs) never in it for that sort of thing. And the animal motifs in the show are so strong. Like, the butterfly with Aragaki, like, showing, like, him becoming something new after a huge transformation that he went through. And then, like, Yuri and Joe showing one as, like, a rabid feral dog, and the other one is shown as, like, a domesticated dog that's basically being, like, pointed at things by Yukiko. I think that they really played off that really well with how he kind of, like, unleashed himself at the end there by taking off what is essentially his collar whenever you think about it with how it like literally like goes from his arms up to his shoulders and wraps around his neck. So I think whenever you, whenever you really take all that into consideration, uh, Yuri is my favorite and also his voice actors are really strong. So yeah, I liked that. Yeah. If you would a testament to how good the show is, I think we just got five different answers for which character had our favorite arc in it. Um, Pat kind of cheated by saying every character, like but I, yeah. <laughs> I think that that also, I mean, you know, goes to show, um, you know, how, how good it is. For me, just the way that the show initially portrays Mikiko's AI is something that is, like, cheap and artificial and, like, uh, getting around the point of megaloboxing, right, to win... But then when it delves into it more and it shows how hard he works to do it and like the amount of effort that he puts in and it's it's no different than the amount of effort that Yuri or Joe or anyone is putting in into it. Um, to me, it was like a really good subversion of expectations where you expect him to lose because he doesn't put in the same amount of effort right or that he's trying to cheat or he's trying to you know skim scam the system in some way but like he just lost because he wasn't good enough but he wasn't trying to do that he was putting in the work and i thought that was a really interesting um 
way to do something like that. I was not expecting that arc when we started his character arc. Um, so that's why I liked that yeah. so much. Oh, goodness. Um, uh, anything else anyone wants to talk about? Uh, yes. Uh, for me, it's like about that arc, I just find like the change in character from him after he loses the fight to be, like, very fast. Like, you know, like, beforehand, he's, like, they, they talked about it, he seemed, like, very, like, aggressive towards Joe, and then afterwards, he's just, like, completely chill. Also, the part where they say, like, oh, his weakness is that, like, you know, he's... Uh, maybe I just missed the detail, but, like, it's, like, it's, like, his weakness is that, like, since Joe doesn't have gear, his gear can't, like detect his movements even though in the fight it does anyways like did they explain why they do there's like a scene of him in the lab working on that for like a long period of time it's implied right so that he he takes the time that he has to prep for the fight to like fix the flaw in in his gear was he was he wasn't he doing that like so like he wasn't he doing that like during the time between like he thought he would be like guaranteed into Megalobox and then like not so like he didn't know that he would have to fight Joe. It's still a flaw in his gear and he wanted to fix it, which is I think the thing, right? Because if he ever fought someone else without gear, and we had seen people's gear break and like things like that, like that he decided to work on it because he knew it was a potential issue. Um how fucking stupid is that, by the way, that Joe was able to beat so many people um, as a uh, person without gear? Like, I love it. Know, love it. I'm sorry. I, I know it's, versus oh, it's the underdog. It's the underdog. It's, uh, it's David versus Goliath every time. But it's like, damn, did David beat like seven or eight Goliaths at once each night? Or it's did he beat him one time? No, my, my theory is that all the gear is just made of styrofoam. It's just there for the show. Ooh, it's I, not... It's, it's, not like there to make it more, it's not there to make it more lethal. Boxing is already a hella lethal sport. I don't know what the point well, of what, the what, is, what is it there to do? Like, it's, it makes you stronger, right? It's okay. Like, it's not Yuri's there to, like, gear, protect Yuri's you. gear reduces the lag time between brain signal and bodily action. So, but like, but like the, the rest of Joe, the gear, though. What does Joe... No, the rest of the gear doesn't do that. That's the whole point. I don't yeah, know but what, what do they do? I don't know. I don't know. It makes it more deadly. I'm pretty sure Yuri's gear was an upgrade compared to the other gear. Because, like, the other gear, I thought what they said was that the time between, you know, like, the reason why Joe or whatever is able to hold his own is because he doesn't have the gear slightly lagging behind like other fighters do. But, but that's where Yuri's gear, because it's so, it's like essentially a part of his body, he doesn't deal with the delay that the other fighters in gear deal with. I, I thought that that's what it was. And uh, the... Yeah, Mikio yeah. also didn't have that delay because the, the gear was making decisions to some extent. As yeah, well. I guess actually it does make thing, them stronger and faster, because I'm thinking about at the beginning of the show. The guy has like, engines he... attached to his arm. Of course it makes it stronger. <laughs> well, like, and, like, and, if this was part... real, Joe's face would be a fucking puddle. It doesn't... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. It doesn't. Make it doesn't sense. matter. It doesn't. Know, it yeah. doesn't matter. But it's just like, man, like, uh, and well, that's why I guess I eventually was just like, yeah, he's not gonna lose unless it's either losing in the final fight or, like you said, Miles, uh, losing and then getting an immediate chance at redemption right after, or someone cheated or something like that, right? Where he gets yeah, but like, like I, I mean, it, 
Yeah, you but, guys suspend your disbelief enough, you know. Yeah, just, but I mean, it's a. I, it, what a boring story it would be if he got eliminated in the second round. You know what I mean? Like, of course oh, he's, yeah. gonna, he's gonna yeah. win. Um, but like, you know, and like, I, I just think that you need. God, it, it's tough with things like this. You need pass where they can lose, and then something else gets them like back on. And then you need like a final fight where they could possibly lose. But like that's as long as I am he comes back with a goatee in the next season. He, he does. Uh, that's insane. <laughs> as long as I don't know who is going to win the final fight between Yuri and Joe, I am fine. With, yeah. I'm fine with it. Like I don't like I don't need to you know i mean he's not gonna lose to like the sugar ray johnson guy or whatever that they had in there sugar ray leonard like the very clear like homage to that boxer it's just like pepe you're talking about pepe sylvia no sugar hill sugar hill sugar hill it's who mikio beats he deserved better (laughs) but yeah i mean like to me that's sort of the they could have made a double elimination, which maybe would have made it more interesting, um, right? To give like he can take an L, like maybe he loses in like the winners finals or something, and or gets sent down to the lower bracket early. There's only four people in the tournament. Um, I don't think it would have been time to be honest. So yeah, that's like that's that's where Jay's question comes in, where like if this was a different story and he was just someone who could get into Megalobox without having to worry about getting into Megalobox, then like maybe you can do this stuff with like losing or whatever, but they, I mean, I, what's his name? The, the manager guy, um, Gambu literally says, Nambu says, if you lose a fight, it's over. So we knew that at least up until he got into Megalobox, that he was going to win his fights. <laughs> right. Um, so, so you know. yeah. <laughs> um, I get it's about the journey, not the destination or whatever, but like, I don't know. Like, I, it, it was just like, there were times where I was just like, damn, like, you know, they're really buying into the, he's never going to lose kind of bit right now. I think the main point of gear is that it looks cool. <laughs> I, yeah, it does look cool. Yeah, so it's mean, just like cosmetic. I mean, they do sell it to, okay. I, I do. <laughs> I want to talk about yeah, the girl real quick. Wait, okay. <laughs> the, you, you want to talk about her selling the mini low boxing shit where the so, children yeah. have it at the end? I, I had... There was a very... I had a path, right? I came at a fork in the woods, much like Robert Frost, um, where we found out that Yukiko was an arms dealer, right? Um, and I had two decisions. I had, this doesn't make me like her anymore, or this is way hotter. And oh my I, God. I went I went with the second one. Spitting. I was just like, I you know, I, I took a second. I was like, does her being an arms dealer make her hotter? And then I was like, yes. Yeah. Yes, it does. Um, and then she sold the weapons to children. Um at the end. She made children's versions of the weapons. Um which is also just the the thought. <laughs> there's like 
so many parallels you can make to our current modern society with that. I live in a society, guys. And I'm going to choose to ignore all of them. <laughs> Good idea. Good idea, <laughs> actually. Uh, yeah. um, just like, she had a cape. It was fu- She's just Seto Kaiba, but hot. Um, <laughs> well, Seto Kaiba is pretty hot already. Come on. Seto Kaiba is really hot. Have you seen the amount of belts he wears in season two? It is. Is that the guy from Yu Gi Oh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, also, voice, voice voice by White Dragon. Dragon. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I was watching a bridge last night. This is really hitting home for me. Oh. <laughs> he also threatens to kill himself if Yugi wins, and that's like one of four times oh. Yugi wins, loses a duel because he forfeits because yeah, Kaiba he... was going to kill himself. That's me, that's, that's me and Magic the Gathering when I'm playing If you go if you go infinite right now, I swear to god, I'll just Oh uh, we did that meme was like what Jay says when he's gonna like win a game of EDH or something, and it's like I'm the J Factor, motherfucker, and then it's like when someone beats him and it just says I'm really gonna do it or whatever. <laughs> Today's like, the day. Yeah. Oh goodness! Um, I don't. This does have like Yu-Gi-Oh vibes to me, though, right? Yeah, like, I can agree with that. It's like absurdist. There's a tournament that doesn't make a ton of sense. Like, <laughs> it's just. Where, like, where, wait, where's the part where like Yu-Gi-Oh is like mentor has to like gouge out his own eyeball? That happens. Wait, that Dude, Joey, Yu-Gi-Oh? It's technically Joey's the, his Joey's sister is losing her eyes. Well, also Pegasus, who becomes his oh, mentor yeah. in later seasons, gets well, his. So you're, so you're telling me this is just Yu-Gi-Oh? Yes, it's Birdie Wing <laughs> and Yu-Gi-Oh. Well, wait, wait, no, think about it. Yu-Gi-Oh is also pay to win. <laughs> yes. So, like, <laughs> it's yeah. Up. yeah, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh is, in fact, it's even more pay to win in the freaking series because there are four blue eyes white dragons in existence, and Kaiba tore one up. <laughs> yeah, is Kaiba rich? Yeah. Yes. He's, he's the like, richest. He's like the richest yeah. man in the world. He's, he's like the also, CEO. He just wins Okay, he, he's like uh, he's like Kaguya and Kaguya-sama rich. Like, his his dad was an arms dealer. It this is it's you. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> we got there. So he, you, so his dad is also so by definition his dad is the best wife for you then. Yes. Damn. Yes. Um. Yeah, and oh God, it's just that episode of Community, actually. Anyways, yeah. um, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that this show is timeless. Um, we did that episode on the seven basic stories. Uh, they they lied. There are eight basic stories, and one of them is Megalobox. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, yeah, one of them is Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, I love how this oh, is goodness. a love letter of Ashino Joe, but we're actually like, nah, it's actually Yu-Gi-Oh the whole time. I, no, Joe, Joe actually is like a massive fan of Yu-Gi-Oh, like outside of the story. He's just, oh, he just that'd, can't be, afford the cards. that'd be sick. You see in the sequels, he just in the sequel, it's fucking... just like he pulls up in his motorcycle and starts playing cards on a motorcycle. Dude, what an <laughs> absolute god. Love it. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, do we have any other topics we want to hit? I, I I hate to shift away from that awesome discussion, but um, Jay mentioned earlier about like the technical prowess of this show, where the sound design I thought was just immaculate. Uh, the punching sounds, uh, the motorcycle, a lot of the voice acting as well was just so well done. Where I was like audibly entranced in this show, where visually it was kind of 
hit and miss at some points. I like the aesthetic of like the gritty style, but man, some of the animation was really bad at times. Um, if you ever see like the low quality anime Twitter where they just cut like random scenes from that show, there's a handful of times in the show where it's just like this, this scene was done in MS paint where they're like, the characters are like 80 meters away. And like you could tell that they were drawn in about four seconds. Oh, the faces! Yeah, the faces. There's a, there's oh, a few yeah, scenes like the... that where it's just like, why did you? <laughs> th- th- there's a specific scene, and I think it's like episode three where you, uh, Mikio is going to talk to uh, Yuri on a balcony, and they purposely do it where Mikio walks past Yuri super slow so they could drag the scene out longer. I was like, I wonder why they like drag that specific scene out to add time to that runoff episode. But I guess I want to get your guys' thoughts on like the technical aspects of the show, the animation, the sound design, voice acting, etc. Uh, voice acting was good. Sound design was good. Animation was passable. I don't think it was ever so bad in scenes where it needed to be good. You know what I mean? Like, sure, they, they threw some transition scenes down yeah. the drain, but like that, that, those are the scenes to throw down the drain if you're on a budget. So, yeah, that's my it's- thoughts. It's kind of weird for me because I I usually notice these things like especially like um CGI, but you know like it's probably because they didn't use I don't or at least I couldn't notice that they used CGI in this, so I didn't really like mind the animation. Like funny, I'm sure if I went. Funny back you say that, Johnny. Back. My intro because the the crowd the when they like pan into the ring, the crowd so is CGI. CGI. Uh, so yeah, the, you know like honestly, it's just if I went back I would probably notice, but it's just like when I was watching it, I didn't yeah, notice it, it wasn't it, that big. It didn't matter. Thing. Like it didn't add or yeah. didn't change anything about the show. I think it's because of the style of the show. It was like it's very like they blur out the backgrounds a lot, you know, so like to me it just all became like static in the background. Sure. So like I didn't really notice it. I agree. Yeah, with like that. I I I think the sound design was pretty good. Like you could feel the punches, like at least audibly. And it's yeah, uh I didn't really I I think the soundtrack was kinda nice, but yeah, that's what that's my take. Anybody else? Uh I thought the animation was like well, I really liked about it was that uh, the, the grittiness it did it almost felt like something i was watching on adult swim or something you know like, it's like the, it swim. was shown on adult swim at first oh, they, i'm pretty sure oh there you go um uh yeah so it fits then i guess but you know it's just like it's got that um it had, yeah I, I got those vibes too that grindy sure. grimy aspect uh feeling that it's supposed to have and i think that or i think that they intended to do that and they did a good job with it yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's so, like, Adult Swim core, I feel. I'm surprised they didn't get, like, Steve Bloom to voice Joe in the dub. Which, I mean, Kaiji Tang is trying his hardest to do it. Steve Bloom is, uh, for those of you who might not know, he's, uh, like, Spike Spiegel, uh, Mugen from Samurai Champloo. He's the most prolific American voice actor of all time besides Mel Blanc. But, um, Matt yeah, Kaiji... Chris Sabat. No. Uh, Steve Bloom is way more. He's done way more things than both. Of, he's probably done more than both of them put together. Actually, thinking about Damn. it, um, yeah. Oh, as this far is as quite the list. Holy shit! Yeah, he's like he's like <laughs> Grunt and Mass Effect, Geomon and Digimon. Like he's so much stuff. Uh, Tom from Toonami. Yeah, uh, I liked the animation quite a bit. I, d- I don't think like it was. There wasn't any like Sakuga or anything like that. Really, like nothing spectacular to write home about but i think it got the job done and there were some there were nice bits in the details i feel like like i mentioned earlier whenever like whenever yuri does the like 
duck and roll thing to Joe in the last episode, how they have, like, the strobe coming from his eye. I thought that was, like, really sick. I'm always a big fan of that sort of thing, so... Yeah, I, I, I can agree that I don't think... The animation was pretty average overall at best, but it had some moments where they added some layer to it that I think made it to where it wasn't, like, something that I would complain about or anything like that, you know? Cool. Yeah. And, uh, like you guys said, sound design, A1. I think I'm... I actually might get the OST on, like, vinyl or something. I saw that they were selling it. Ooh. That's spicy. Yeah, so I think we're probably we can probably move on to final thoughts then, right? Yeah, I, I, I'll let you guys yeah. hear me rant about why I don't like Joe, but I'm cool with doing final oh. thoughts as well. Was it more than him not knowing who gouged out the guy's eyes? Well, okay, because he throws two fights that put Nanbu in like awful situations. Like the whole point were yeah, good. told him to do that. Good. No, 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 no. He throws the fight that he was supposed to throw. Yeah, good. Yeah, and it whirlwinds this whole thing where if he just did what he was told, then Nanbu would have an extra eye right now. Yeah, fuck Nanbu. I like Nanbu. Team Nanbu. Yo, this is Nanbu gang, baby. Love you, Nanbu. Joe. Told him that, like, all Joe wanted to do was fight Yuri. Nanbu is like, we're going to get you to fight Yuri. And then he was like, just kidding, buddy. Uh, you're going to have to throw this fight, even just throw though a I fight. told you. Just throw a fight. You it's wouldn't one fight. To. That's like another fight. parallel between Yuri and Joe, isn't it? That they both have, like, people, like, they're both dogs who have somebody holding their chain in some way. And Joe just, Joe's able to, like, shake himself like I'm getting the metaphor heavy here, but he's able to like shake himself loose way faster because of just how his nature is, you know. And like I think that that was like, like that's kind of in this metaphor. That first time is Joe like biting the hand that has, I don't know, like both been feeding him, but also like keeping him like holding stagnant. him back, right? Like, yeah, like holding, like holding him back from entirely. Right. Here, yeah, here's all. Here's all I see. It's like. In this relationship between Nambu and Joe, Nambu needs Joe more than Joe needs Nambu, in my opinion. It's like, you know, like, if, if Joe, like, just, like, distances himself away from Nambu, it's gonna suck, like, not being able to have someone to, like, set off fights from him. But you can always find someone else to do it, though. Like, like Nambu, if he doesn't have Joe, he's literally just gonna die. You know, so it's like, I think in Joe's position, like, he, he it's fair for him to be like, no, I don't want to throw these fights when yeah. I have so much more potential. Honestly, Nambu is kind of lucky Joe decided to just keep him around. Yeah, exactly. Like, Nambu is extremely like, lucky. Yeah, Nambu trying to act like he's Darth Vader, right? Like, pray I don't alter the deal any further, <laughs> but like, <laughs> he, he doesn't have that kind of pull, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, he's closer yeah, to Boba He thought Fett. he was Darth Vader, but he's closer to, I don't know, some... Star Wars character that only has one eye. Stormtrooper number 74. Yeah, so yeah. my, my TR, TLDR, uh, Yuri's actually the good guy, Joe's the bad guy, this whole thing was Karate Kid. They're both villains. So you, you to, for Joe to be the good guy, you want him to throw the fight. Yes, just throw a fight and you're fine. Which one? Yeah, I hope Which one he, he, he had two, two chances. So wait, he you want him to, like, just... Give up on his dream for Nambu's eye. Yeah, because he can fight him next year at the next Mega tournament. There's another tournament. He's, he'll be trapped forever. It's, I, not, it's not like there's not going to be another Megalodia tournament. And there was. Fights yeah, forever. 
Can this is the least place. Pete take of all time. This, Pete, what you were saying is that, oh, I really wish in a place further than the universe that they had spent their money more responsibly and hadn't gone to Antarctica and not followed their dreams because that Antarctica is like, isn't, what? Antarctica isn't going anywhere, Pete. It's not yeah, going anywhere. Yeah, today's melting every day, Miles. Well, well, well actually. <laughs> it'll still be there. It's Pete, not like Pete, it's the Antarctica. It's the context of the show. There's still a continent there. Barely. Yeah. The landmass will be there the entire time, Pete. They can wait. The she show th throw a fight, save an eye, fight him next year. Why? Why no, follow was, your dreams? He, how do you know? Because his dream how is do you dumb. Know that he was gonna have a people chance have, to fight him people next have year. dumb dreams. He has a dumb dream. Pete, how do you no. how do you know? <laughs> Make that, that money, sell out, baby, sell out, baby. Also, a lot of disabled representation in the show, which I appreciate. Like, I liked how the trainer, Aragaki's trainer, Aragaki, his trainer, like Nambu is disabled as well with his eye from like the start of the show. Like, Joe has brain damage. Yeah, Joe <laughs> obviously has <laughs> severe brain damage. Uh, Ar Aragaki, uh, he's already crippled. Pete or Pat, your your re your reaction there was insanely good. I loved it. <laughs> that just I was not ready for the the brain damage joke. That's uh that was uh, a little re <laughs> a little it's bit okay. much. I have brain I've had brain damage. Or do you have brain damage? So I can make the joke. It's fine. You got to have a skull split open, but yeah. I, well, I did actually. I don't. I won't go into it in detail, but it did happen. All right, I, did, I did learn. Anyways, we will talk about it. But yeah, <laughs> let's, let's, let's move on. Thank um, you. Okay, let's do final thoughts then. Um, okay, my final thoughts are that uh, Pete should give up on his dreams uh, if he values yeah, other honestly. people's. Can't, can't give up so... on my dream if I don't have one. <laughs> it's, it's um, the last episode of the podcast, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unlucky. Um, you guys at twenty fifty nine or something. I don't know. Let's throw 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 the podcast um for fifty dollars. Oh yeah, um, less than he, that. He do it. He do it for two. He do it for two beers. He do it for a good parlay on a bet. Ooh, you spit, Jay. <laughs> uh, um. So what's the money line on the Rangers tonight? God, she's degenerate. Um, <laughs> maybe that's why you like Nanbu. You're like, I could see myself being in a position yeah, where you I get it. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I, I would want my friends. He likes gambling his money away. Confirmed. <laughs> I hope I don't have to lose my eyes when I get in really deep with the mafia. Why? I need you. To, I need you to throw anime music quiz tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I need those two hundred smite gems. Miles, yeah. give me the questions to anime Jeopardy beforehand. I need them. <laughs> oh, anyways the show's dope um i think there are some things that could do better that i i didn't talk about i think that if it had um foreshadowed some of these people like aragaki i think is one that really could have used some foreshadowing because it just like all you need is nanbu to just be like i don't want you to end up like my last fighter or something like that because he thinks he's dead or whatever um you know you you can like say thing you can sort of allude to that coming up um if the sister uh, uh yukiko talked maybe about her brother a little bit more when she was talking to yuri about like her vision for it like you can foreshadow these people a little bit better i think i think right now it's a little more segmented than it needs to be but really that's my only criticism for the show um it's a great time. I had a lot of fun. I think it's worth watching. I really like the characters. I think the character arcs are great. Um, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. It's not perfect, but it's like very, very enjoyable. 
and it's a really good time. Nice. Wow, we, we I almost forgot we were on final thoughts there for a second. You know, <laughs> like we uh really stretched that out. Um, I believe next in the yeah, list is Pete. I went on a little Pete rant in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's okay. That it happens sometimes. And uh, but Pete, why don't you go next? Yeah, let me explain to you what a parlay is. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I really, I, I thought where the story uh set itself above most sports anime is the characters. I loved. So many of these characters, and I think we discussed it in our character arcs, where you can pick and choose which one's your favorite and really grab grab onto one of them. But everybody had like a very compelling story, and that's where I really enjoyed it. I did not like Joe as a main character. However, I loved Yuri as an antagonist. I, I thought his just his development and like his storyline was wonderful and a great antagonist to Joe. Animation was wishy-washy at some points. Fights, the choreography were whatever at, at most times I felt like, but that really wasn't the point. I did wish we could see some cool knockouts or a really cool fight, an epic fight, a moment that we could stick out and play on AMVs and stuff like that. But we really didn't get that in a boxing show where I wish, I feel like we probably should have at least one. So uh, because of that, really enjoyed it. I will probably watch Nomad sometime in the future. I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10 from Pete already. Jay, what factors you in here? Alright, so first off, I just want to say, I think Joe, I like Joe well enough, I think he's pretty typical, like, he's your typical kind of, like, shonen action sort of protag, and you know, who's, who's Joe? Sorry. <laughs> Joe the Biden. main character, of course, uh, but, um, <laughs> damn, Joe. you really threw me off there. You almost threw me off. You know, I just through the whole episode without that happening. I know. <laughs> I gotta say, to I gotta say, uh, Miles is frozen in a great in a great way right now on my screen. But um Same. As someone who would sacrifice the entire band of the pod to achieve godhood, and then Pete would have to come and have a revenge arc against me. Uh, oh, I get to lose my arm I, then. Let's go. I would also I would avoid one part in particular that that character did. Like there's one thing I don't jive with that I I think, yeah. But I think Joe is pretty reasonable in the way that he acts. Like when when it comes to respect to his character. So I don't really take that against him. But I do understand why other people might find it frustrating that sometimes the plot might uh, slow down a little bit, per se, because Joe is like, no, I'm not going to do what you want me to do. Uh, I really enjoyed the sound design, like I said before. Um, I think that really did a lot for me, especially, like, there were some crazy guitar solos in this that I really enjoyed. Reminded me a lot of... Um, the works of uh, Chris uh, something, Conta Lanou or something like that from uh, Risk of Rain. He's an insane uh, composer. You should look him up. But uh, And then, like we said, the character arcs are just fantastic. Like Apart from like a few of the no-name fighters, like the shark guy and the spider, and I guess even, like, I don't know what the, I don't even know what to do with the lion guy besides being big was, to be honest with you. Being amazing. <laughs> He was like arguably he, easier he, for him to beat than any of his last opponents too, which I thought was weird. Yeah, it was, that was a bit of an odd fight. I think that they were kind of like it has the the issue where like it's the fight before Yuri, you know. And I think that the lead up to that was fantastic. So 
Yeah, I enjoyed the ending a lot. The last four episodes, in my opinion, are some of the strongest, like one of the stronger runs that I've personally been a part of in Anime Club. Specifically, like 11 and 12, I think were awesome. I liked the epilogue a lot, and I'm definitely going to watch Nomad at some point. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and echo the scores of my uh, previous uh, co-host and say an 8 out of 10 as well. 8 out of 10, wow. I'm sensing a theme here. You know, my math is going to be really easy. Johnny, don't screw it up, buddy. What's your... Uh, All right, so it's going to be a 1 out of 10. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, I... I, I enjoyed this show, you know, it's like, I don't think it's going to be something I'm going to look back on and really think too much about it, you know, it's just like a one-time thing, you go into, and there's a lot of shows like this, you just like, go in, have a good time, you watch it, and then afterwards you just move on with your life, you know, this is one of these shows, but I had a good time, so it's going to be 8 out of 10. Hey! Wow, an 8 out of 10 from Johnny. Alrighty, um, yeah, I, I agree with Jay that the show ended a lot stronger than it started, um, I was, again, I threw out, I enjoyed it throughout. But I was uh, kind of just, it just felt like it was missing, like, a lot of, um, all right, just more, another layer of depth that I was expecting from something that got nominated for so many awards. Uh, like, I again, like, at least for the first few episodes, it felt like that to me. And then by the end of it, I was like, oh, okay, now I can see where all the stories are going. Now, uh, now that we've talked about it a little bit more, too, I feel a lot better about it. So, um my score didn't change. I went into this thinking that it would be uh, like a mid to a high 8 out of 10, and I think it stayed around that as well for me. So I have an 8 out of 10 listed for the show as well. Again, really had a good time with it. Would recommend it to people who like sports anime. Uh, and in general, I think I would recommend it too. Um, now, you're definitely not one of my favorite things I've ever watched, but one of the better sports anime I've ever seen. So give it credit. All right. Uh, you know, I'm going to do some really quick maths here, guys. Uh, I'm doing it all in my head. Yeah, I can it. see this. I can see steam rising from your skull. Yeah, you like, can do it. Wow, you can, holy it's, shit. it's turning. It's turning. Hold on. Take a recharge real quick. And uh, it's an eight out of ten, guys. That was uh, <laughs> wow, big. That that that's our final. <laughs> this is why you get paid the big bucks. Yeah, I I know, like, and it, it's uh, it's an important role, but at least I own it, and. Uh, Man, this is that just that moderator salary makes it so worth it, you know, when you're a when you're a big timer like me. But yes, yeah, so now Miles, we voted on a bunch of shows last week. What did we end up choosing? We did. Now that I have an organized spreadsheet, I can just go to the 13th of June, 2022, and tell you the exact order. Um, so, uh, in third place, we have Princess Principal Crown Handler One. Um, in second place, we have Golden Kamui season two, and in first place, we have Ghost in the Shell. So we will be watching Ghost in the Shell coming up. Uh, Classroom of the Elite with a last place performance. That's wild. That's wild. Everybody was just like, "Man, I can't vote for this." Or it's gonna win. <laughs> oh my! God. I didn't think it was that. I just think it was um, Ghost in the Shell. I think was is something that we've all probably want either wanted to watch or thought about watching or would be willing to watch again. You know, like I feel like that nomination getting thrown in there at least uh, for me. I mean, of course, I had to vote for uh, Classroom of the Elite, but I've been it knocked it down a peg for me for sure because I I was just like, yeah. oh yeah, Ghost in the Shell, I have to watch this eventually. Like, surprise, Golden Tomoe got second. Honestly, I it was, did pretty I, well. I, people, I was kind of expecting it to be dead last. I'm not gonna lie. But nice. I I love that. We gotta show. watch it b right before it comes out. Right? I watched like, it a month ago. So 
Yeah, I've, I'm current. Well, I, I read the entire manga actually. So, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm caught up. To, uh, I'm caught up on Golden Comedy as well. So I'm. Yeah, I think that that's why I didn't vote for it as highly as I would have. But again, it would be yeah. fun to go watch season two again because that she that season gets bad shit. That shit goes crazy by the end of it and it's a lot of fun speaking of insane last three episode runs that is an that, insane last three episode yes run. it it absolutely <laughs> is um but yeah so now that was uh so we'll be watching that uh nice we only have to watch a movie before our next club meeting on the 27th that'll be nice and easy for pete and i as we prep for our anime expo trip but then two weeks after that, it will be July 11th, I believe. Yes, that's uh, good math, Pat. Once again, that's why I'm paid for, uh, to do this in uh, in love and affection for my uh, my wonderful co- co-hosts and friends. But uh, what are we nominating for that episode, guys? Uh, Miles, why don't you start us off? Sure. So way back, like two years ago, has nominated Violet Evergarden. It was the first Keo Annie show I ever saw. And I was like, wow, Keo Annie sucks. Way overrated. <laughs> You know, only had an N of one. Turns out, amazing studio. Pretty much loved everything else they've ever done. And so I, I'm going to try to expand that. And I'm going to nominate uh, Beyond the Boundary. Beyond the Boundary. All right. All right. I like it. Uh, Pete, what about you? The whole point of me nominating Classroom of the Elite was to watch it before season two airs in July. And now that point means it's nothing because we wouldn't be able to watch it before then so class of the elite goes a bye-bye for me for now since i'll probably just watch it by itself um uh i'm debating which one i think i'm going to re i'm gonna do review starlight review starlight okay yeah. and that's a 12 episode already uh-huh that. and it has a movie uh how do you review is it r-e-v-e-v-e-u-e okay Oh, review review. It's actually, it's actually technically called Kageki Shoujo. Yes, Shoujo Kageki Shoujo. Yeah, it's girls opera. That opera girls. Oh my bad. <laughs> okay, um, this looks dope too, and is also on my plan to watch. So yes, uh, there you go. Um, Jay, what about you? I'm gonna choose something that I think has like more emotional and historical context than the other two listed. Um, I'm gonna choose a classic that I haven't seen personally yet. I'm gonna choose Love something Hina. by arguably <laughs> one of the most, probably maybe the most influential anime studio of all time. I'm going with Penny and Stocking with Garter Belt. Ooh, okay. By Studio oh. Gynax. Panty stocking. Okay. Do you not know panty stocking oh, and garter classic. belt? Yeah, it's a classic. It is. De- I, it is definitely. I know. A classic. I, don't, I haven't heard anyone call it a classic. It's a classic. It's one hundred percent. What the? Fuck it's got three hundred and. It's got three hundred and forty. Panty stocking and garter belt, Pat. For real though, like that's yeah, kind I, of insane. Wait, you haven't seen? I haven't heard about that. Also, my favorite you joke. Never seen Bo- that. My no. favorite joke about Birdie Wing is remember Panty and Stocking. I don't even watch anime. I know that. What is <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of this or seen anything about it. Wow, it is like. It's very uh, well known. It, it is. Yeah, to anime I am as, very shocked that you don't know that. As Conquer's Bad Fur Day is to Nintendo 64 games. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. 548 on the popularity. So wow. Um so high up there um 
I don't know. I'm I'm at a loss for words. I've never maybe I've seen a screenshot of it before, but I you had to have seen the transformation. I feel like you've sequence. seen at least few scenes from it, right? I'll I'll I'll, I'll at you with the transformation sequence. Please, uh, please I should probably do, do this at Nat safer work. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, 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 join our Discord and see if you're as confused as Pat is with this. Um, Johnny, what's your show that you're nominating? Uh, you know what I I I feel like at this point I'm just gonna go watch Classroom Elite by my. At, like myself as well because like i'm not nominating the same show for like can, half a year straight can i can i say something before you say that if we are nominating and voting on this that means the show we will discuss it on the 11th but you will know if you're watching it or not on the 27th so you could nominate it and it could win and then you guys could watch it all before the first season airs no season two starts july 5th so so you so you'd have a week and a half to finish season one before season two starts and also unless you're like pete you don't have to be anally obsessed with watching the show as the episode the day the episode comes out it's called too, being so. a seasonal watcher fair enough I'm not. I'm not a binging stuff. Chad. I'm. I'm oh, a seasonal yeah. Sigma. Yeah. See, that's yeah. Yeah. Also, Pete's behind. So I'll, I'll, I'll do it one more time, and if it doesn't win, I'm. I'm not doing it anymore. It's just. I, I want to watch. All I'm, I'm just saying that. Yeah. If you want to watch it before the next season, you do have. Yeah, plenty, this you will have plenty time. of time. Last shot. So if it doesn't win, then no, whatever. It has I'll some just... hard competition, though. I gotta say that this, uh, so far, at least, this has been nominated. Um. All right, uh, sweet. So you'll throw that in there. And then for me, uh, I think I'm going to go, uh, since my flights will be, I'll know what I need to watch beforehand. This will probably be a show I watch on one of my many flights in the next coming weeks. Uh, I'm going to throw uh, Vivi back up because I've watched like two episodes of it so far and have not finished it yet. So I'm going to throw Vivi as my nomination and be ready to either watch it or club, or watch it for myself uh, on my flights back from uh, wherever. Uh, back Vivi from Toronto is quite or... good, but I did finish it last week or last month. So <laughs> I know I, well, that's the thing. So I know it's probably not going to win, but at least it'll maybe it'll get some not oh, some votes. I don't know. Uh, all right, but yeah, I think that that wraps us up. So uh, again, thank you guys for listening to us talking about Megalobox and prepping for our next weeks of uh, of watch clubs. We're going to be watching Ghost in the Shell. The uh, the movie based on the Scarlett Johansson movie that'll be yes. really really fun to watch. Yeah, no, that's totally not sarcasm either, guys. Don't uh, don't come at me in the comments. But Pete, go ahead. Yeah. So if you made this far and you want to support the podcast, best way to do so: like, comment, subscribe, leave a review on whatever platform you are listening to us on. Next week, uh, it is a our summer preview. We're already almost done with spring. It's crazy. So we will be discussing the hot new shows that are be coming in summer. I think there's like five of them that I'm interested in. So looking oh, look, looking like a sleeper season, a makeup season, but there's call the nights there. So I'm looking forward to talking about that. Uh, otherwise, if you are here for watch club, we will see you in two weeks for the ghost in the shell movie. So thanks. That's we'll watching the transformation time. sequence. What is happening? <laughs>